How many of you are here for the very first time? You're going to make more money than you even dreamed possible this summer. But far more important than the money is the character and skill that you will develop this summer. I remember listening to Mort Utley say those words over and over and over and over again. My fifth week, my first summer. So I don't know about how a lot of you feel right now, but I remember being in your seats. And my sales manager sat me down and he said, Dustin, that whole approach is pretty important. And you can't get through the approach. So we need you to stay another week. So my first sell of the summer was convincing my sales manager to allow me to go sell books. So he, uh, success, I successfully made the sell and he let me go do it. And I remember going to find my headquarters and the organizational leader said, hey, we're going to give a contest. Whoever finds the first HQ wins money. And I thought, I like money. Cool. So I woke up super early. I memorized the script and I found the very first HQ. Called her up and I said, hey, I found it. She said, congratulations. How would you like to find another HQ? And I said, do you have more money? <laughs> she said, yes, I do. So I found another HQ. And after finding several HQs, I thought, okay, this is going to be a fun summer. My very first day on the book field, I shadowed a guy named Dante Lawson. And I think God paired me with Dante on purpose. He was a Carson Newman wrestler. And we had the most fun you could have in a day. And he did 58 demos in a day. Now, these were the most awful demos you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> he would just run to a door. They'd open the door. Hi, Miss Jones, here's my book. You don't want them? Okay. And he'd go to the next door. Here's my book. You don't? Okay. And he just, I didn't know any better. It was my first day. So I thought that was normal, was doing 58 demos in a day. I went out my very first uh, day by myself. I had 40-something demos, and I thought I was slacking. And uh, I had so much fun that first week and that first year, I realized that this was the best decision that I have ever made. This is the best decision that you will make as well. And I remember, though, that that decision to come sell didn't come easy. My dad sat me down and said, hey, Dustin, after getting hurt playing football, he said, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And I said, I don't know, Dad. I guess I'm going to do something with football. And he said, I think that you ought to work with Southwestern. And I said, Dad, no, 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 no. The whole selling thing is for you, not for me. And he said, well, you want that car, right? And I said, yeah. He said, how are you going to pay for that car? I said, I thought you were going to pay for that car, Dad. <laughs> and he said, no. He said, you need to pay for that car. He said, I think you should go work with the company Southwestern. I said, Dad, no, 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 no. You're the sales guy. I'm the athlete. Not for me. I'm not going to do it. And he said, uh, you, ought to, you ought to try this out. And he said, I, I have seen kids their first year get checks for 20 thousand dollars And I said, okay, sign me up. <laughs> and that very first year, the decision to sell books was all about making money. You will learn more every single summer. There are new lessons to be learned. 
Your first summer, get on schedule. Focus on attitude. Focus on activity. Second summer, learn how to give. Learn how to pour into other people. Learn how to make it not about you. Your third summer, learn how to truly be a leader. Learn how to grow. Learn how to run an organization. With each one of those decisions you make, it is not only helping you right here, right now, it helps you forever. I didn't really know that my first summer, and I ended up my uh, first summer coming to the Sunday meeting, and I walked into the Sunday meeting, and they said, congratulations, you're on the pace setter. And I said, the what setter? And they said, yeah, you're on the pace setter. And actually, they said, uh, we need to get your order forms. And they didn't tell me why. But later, as a student manager, I realized they were uh, checking my orders to make sure they weren't fake. I, I looked back and I said, oh, uh, a pace setter means I'm number one out of all the first years. That's pretty cool. So when I got this pace setter, I formed a really bad habit my very first summer. And what I ended up doing was I looked at this, and you would think finishing number one and selling almost 300 units was pretty good. And instead, the emotion that I felt was frustration. I looked at this and I said, who is this Dave Brown? I know everybody says it's pretty good to sell 300 units, but this Dave Brown sold 700 units. He has sold twice as much as me, and I don't like it. And from that day, for the next several years, I kept comparing myself to Dave Brown. <laughs> I remember my second year, Dave was beating me so bad that I got a picture of him out of the pace setter and I drew devil horns on him <laughs> and I taped it on my steering wheel and I would look at it every day and be like, I'm gonna beat you, Dave Brown. <laughs> it wasn't until my third summer that everything changed. It started with meeting this beautiful girl. I was at a Sunday meeting and it was like an angel descended from heaven. And I got this girl's phone number and I started calling her and it just so happened that this girl was the company record holder. So she had sold 18,600 plus units and I thought, hey, not only can I call a really hot girl, but I can learn how to sell more books so I can beat Dave Brown. <laughs> Her name at the time was Kaya Grady. So it was the third summer, my third week. My goal was to break the company record. So the goal is to sell 20,000 units in 14 weeks. In order to sell 20,000 units in 14 weeks, you need to average about 1,500 units per week for 14 weeks. So my first two weeks, I wasn't even close to doing that. Um, if you looked at the averages, you would go, there's not even a chance that it was going to happen. And Dave also had the goal that year to break the company record. And he actually was tracking on the, the pace that he needed to do to break the record. So as you could imagine emotionally how that makes you feel when you have this goal and then it's like, oh, it's, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? That was all going through my head. So this was uh, Monday of the third week. And I said, that's it. I got myself all pumped up on Sunday. And I said, I'm going to do it for the first day of my life. I am going to beat Dave Brown. 
And I go out and I did it. I sold 400 units in a day. I had my best day ever. I came back, turned in my stats, and I didn't actually care that I just had my best day ever. Instead, guess all I cared? What did Dave sell, right? So I called my sales manager. Dave had like 300 units that day, and I did it. I beat Dave Brown. <laughs> It was great for 24 hours. <laughs> the very next day I went out and I had almost as good of a day. It was almost 400 units. My second best day of my life. I call in my stats that night and I turn them in and I didn't care it was my second best day ever. Guess all that I cared about. And so I called my sales manager and he says, Dustin, first, great job. This was an amazing day. I said, yeah, 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 I know, but did, what did Dave do today? And he said, I hate to break it to you, but he had 420 units today. And I hung up the phone and I literally felt like I had lost. I felt like defeated. And so what do you do when you feel defeated? You call the hottest girl that you know. <laughs> so... I pick up the phone and I call Kaya and she answers and she's on the book field as well. And I said, you're not going to believe this. She's like, oh, what? I said, so yesterday I sold 400 units in a day. And she on the other end goes, okay, so what are you going to have for dinner? And I was like, <clears throat> apparently you didn't hear me. I sold 400 units in a day, not a week, a day. Uh-huh, okay, so what's up? I'm like, well, I'm mad. She goes, why are you mad? I said, well, today, Dave Brown also sold 400 units, and I'm just frustrated. And it was like I didn't even acknowledge anything to her. She said, okay, well, uh, whatever. And she went on and just kept talking. And I'm sitting there, and at first I'm getting frustrated. Like, do you not understand the problem with this situation? <laughs> and then I backed up and I said, okay, there's a learning lesson here. Kaya, tell me. And I was scared to ask this question. I said, what do you consider a blow it out of the water, just incredible day. And she goes, eh, 600 units. And I'm sitting on the other end going, and that is why you're the company record holder. And so then I was even more afraid to ask the next question. And I said, what is a normal day for you? And she said, ah, three or 400 units. I'm like, hence the yawning. Got it. And then I was really scared to ask her, what is a slow day for you? And she said, eh, 200 units. And in that moment, I redefined what's possible. And I realized Kaya, the reason she not only broke the record once, but broke her own record, she broke the record twice, two years in a row. And back then, she was selling 18,000 units and the next person was 10 or 11, 12,000 units. So... She didn't have a Dave Brown in the same year that I did doing it. And I said, what drives you? What is it that motivates you? How in the world are you 
expecting to sell 600 units in a day. She said, it's easy. Every day I expect I'm going to do my personal dead level best. And in that moment, everything changed for me. And I learned two lessons that forever changed my life. The first one I actually wrote a book about. So Redefining Possible is all about breaking belief barriers and creating a new normal. And through talking with Kaya, I came to understand that the reality of the paradigm she lives in is that if you compete with yourself and you do your dead level best every single day, then you can constantly redefine what's possible. But it is limiting when you're comparing yourself to someone else to see whether or not you're being successful. Which brings us to point number two, which is comparison is the thief of joy. And I was the most guilty of this on the planet Earth. I was constantly comparing myself and I was losing the joy in life. So I decided in that moment, right there on that phone call with Kaya, I said, that's it. From now on, I'm not even going to think that I'm having a blow it out of water day. I'm not ever going to say the words I did my best ever again. Because if you've done your best, then what's after your best? Nothing. So no more. I, I, I still today have not used those words since that day of calling Kaya because I still have not done my best. And then the second thing I decided is I'm never going to ask the question or care or look. And I, I'm proud for him now with what he does, but I'm never going to care and judge myself based on what Dave Brown does. And I literally just let it go. And when I let that go and I stopped caring, the very next day, I sold 556 units. That week, I ended up selling 2,084 units. And I didn't even ask the question or look that week at what Dave did for the rest of the week, for the rest of the summer. It was just my game. And I remember hearing Dan Moore talk about everybody on the planet Earth is looking for the key. Everybody's looking for the secret. And the reality is that there is no key. There is no secret. Everybody rather is a combination lock. And you have a different combination. You have a different combination. You have a different combination. And it's up to you to figure out your combination that unlocks your potential. And when you look at life that way, you stop comparing. Because one person's combination, one person's key is going to be completely different than yours. But you have the potential to do way more than you ever thought possible. There is more power in you than you even have ever dreamed of. It actually would scare you to know what your potential is when you play by these rules. So fast forward to today. Dave Brown is not how I say his name anymore. And uh, he's one of my best friends. We're business partners. Uh, also, fast forward to the other character of the story, the most beautiful woman in the world is now my wife, Kaya. And she's still the most beautiful woman in the world. And she's in the back there if everybody wants to give her a big round of applause. So I know what you're thinking. 
man, this whole Southwestern thing really has benefits and play your cards right. You might get a best friend and a wife out of it.